we want to introduce you to like-minded podcaster in hype you media, Harley Jordan. You might remember her. She was a guest on getting magnetic host of brand meat creator podcast. Yes. Just in case you don't know her, I'll let you in on, on who Harley is. She's the founder and social media strategist at all influence management, which is it's a talency agency for business-minded creators. Pretty cool. And so if you're looking for these things, a blunt, real-life approved take on building an aligned personal brand, we know how important that is these days, and pull back the curtain, look at a brand partnerships and all things creator economy, look no further than the Brand Meet Creator podcast. And of course, you can also find Harley at at the Harley Jordan on Instagram. She's but we really want fun follow. Yeah, we wanted to give Harley a shout out and her podcast a shout out before we get into today's episode. It's fully up to us to educate ourselves, but it's partially like, gosh, I go to this store, I go wherever and I get something like, I didn't know it was that harmful. Like, why is the government or America allowing all these things into products to go on my body? However, now once you know, it's, you know, you know, and it's your responsibility to self-educate. So you can't unknow it, right? You, you can't unknow it. So what you realize is, whoa, I can't necessarily just trust any brand for my deodorant, my household products, my personal care products, my makeup, cosmetics, skincare, things I'm putting on in my body, stuff in the shower, anything in your bathroom. So what you know, what we did and what we've realized is like aligning with a brand or healthier brands where you know when you go shop from those brands, they're non-toxic. Welcome, friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in. Getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Welcome back. To We're here. Week three of our whole series on health. Yes. Excited to be here with you guys. We're going to talk today about detoxing your life. We've kind of talked nutrition, gone through a few different things. We're going to go past nutrition on how to detox your life on certain things like products, your home, people, mindset, and beyond. So yeah, excited to jump into deep. that. Let's get real deep. Yeah. Before we do, I want to do a quick fire round with you. Oh, I like fire rounds. Okay. Name an aspect of our daily life that makes you feel calm. Mm, our morning routine, just Ooh. peaceful, early morning, waking up before Cameron before the world. Fire around, less words. Wait. Yeah, the morning okay. routine. Okay, inspired. Honestly, when we have like our team calls, mm. like coaching calls. Hopeful. Mm. I think that's whenever we connect on like alignment on goals or our future. Appreciated. Anytime you look me in the eyes and just smile. Mm. Okay, one more. Um, how about nostalgic? Man, watching Cam grow up, like a new thing she does it's like nostalgia of like she was once our little baby and having yeah. baby in the belly just nostalgia everywhere gotta love starting with a quick fire round yeah um so before we dive into the the good stuff i just want to put out this friendly reminder for anyone that you know that owns a small business or a podcast or has a network marketing business or 
a brick and mortar or literally anything, there's five ways to really support a small business. You can engage with them on social media. You can share their business with a friend. You can, you know, follow them on social media and share it with people. You can make a purchase. And of course you can leave an online review if they have Yelp or Google or, um, you know, here with the podcast, if you haven't written us a five-star review, please do that. That is like how this continues to grow and how we continue to stay top of the ranks in the entrepreneurship category on Apple. And it means so, so, so much to us. It will take you, you know, maybe 45 seconds. And um, we're actually going to start by reading a review. Just a five-star review. She said, seriously, the all caps best podcast. Sandy made always uplift me and allow me to think differently about what I'm doing in my business. I also feel like they're so genuine and like your best friend next door, giving you advice and helping to uplift your day. Thank you, Sandy and Wade so much. Thank you, Dorothy, for listening or leaving a review for all of the things we love connecting with, with you guys, the listener. So let's get into the B block. So talking about like detoxing your life. Um, yeah. It's more than just what you eat. It's more than just what you drink. Of course, those are big ways to put toxins in your body or detox your body, but it's so much beyond more than that. And we've, we've learned this and we're still learning it. Right. But it's, it's crazy. Like the products we use, even we'll get there, but like negative thoughts mm-hmm. can provide toxicity in your body. But we'll like, where should we begin? How to, to like well, list episodes and be like, wow, this is how to detox my life beyond just what I'm putting in my mouth. Totally. And I want to say we're not perfect. Like no. we're not 100% detox. No. Like there's things we are still working on. Sometimes but- you'll smell my pits and be like, Wade had some toxins in the body and it's coming out through the armpits. <laughs> yeah. So I think. So we covered like last week, we talked about cellular cleansing. We talked a lot about nutrition. Um, I think let's go beyond that. Like, let's assume like that part is covered and you guys listen to that and mm-hmm. you're you know, being mindful of like the hydration, the types of foods you're eating, the, um, you know, cellular cleansing, everything we touched on last week. The next thing that comes to mind is just overall, like the things that we consume in terms of products. Yeah. What we put on our body. Yeah. So like your skin is your biggest organ. If you haven't heard this, right. Your skin, I think there's a stat that says like within 26 seconds, what you put on your skin absorbs into, I think it's like your bloodstream or like Mm -hmm. can affect your, your organs, your endocrine system, your hormone system. Right. So it matters that you're mindful of all the things you're putting in and on your body, things that you might not think of like deodorant, shampoo, conditioner, lotions, perfumes, like honestly, even like the candles that you're lighting in your house, like all those types of things are affecting your overall health. Mm -hmm. And this was huge for me to learn because I didn't know it until a few years ago, really. And I was at a point where, you know, was always been into fitness, so took care of myself physically exercise wise, you know, started to get really into health and nutrition. And so it's really started to dial in the nutrition and the exercise and fitness and movement. What I didn't realize was like Sandy said, our skin being our biggest organ, whatever I was putting on my body, absorbing in a bloodstream. I was essentially, if I wasn't using the right things, if I was using toxic products that had toxic ingredients and harmful ingredients, I was undermining that other work I was doing. Of course, I'd still get stuff from it, but it's like when you start to... When you have a desire to be healthy, it becomes a holistic approach. It's not just hard exercise. It's not just eating right. It's this holistic approach and it includes what goes on your body. So that was a big learning experience for us. Yeah. There was a great episode on the mom 
model health show, you could literally Google it. Like it's like six most sinister toxic ingredients in your personal care products by the model health show. I've listened to that episode so many times and he goes into detail about why parabens, fragrance, phthalates, um, I don't know, a few other things are like extremely toxic and mm-hmm. they're in most things. They're in most hand soaps, in most hand lotions, they're in most cleaning products, they're in most candles, they're in most baby products. It's literally in like everything, unless you're extremely mindful with what you use. So we have a favorite brand that we use. We're obviously aligned with a health and wellness brand. We help people detox their life. Mm-hmm. We help people you know, not just with their health and nutrition and coaching them through the 30 day program we touched on last week, but we also help people make holistic choices in their home and with the products that they use on themselves, on their children. Um, so we're really, really passionate about that. And it's crazy this day and age, especially here in America, this is a rabbit hole. We won't fully go down, but it really like makes me pretty angry in that what's allowed into products in America, in our food and in household products and products that go on and in our body it's insane what is allowed into our products. Mm-hmm. Like the US only bans, I think about 11 toxic ingredients. Mm-hmm. Europe bans over 1400. So we're we're just so far behind. And it's, it's no shocker that we're first world, we're one of the wealthiest countries in the world, if not the, the wealthiest. And we have so much autoimmune disease, sickness, cancer rates, like so we're, we're generally sick. Like the average American is actually kind of sick. And this is a whole nother rabbit hole that we won't go down with. You're, you're much more profitable if you aren't healthy. You're not profitable at all if you're healthy. So it's not fully the consumer's fault because there's all these things that can go into our products that are known carcinogens. And a carcinogen is something that's literally proven scientifically to cause cancer. It's linked to cancer. Linked to cancer. Yeah, not not necessarily cause it. It's linked to increased chances of getting cancer, yet it's still allowed in our products. And these are things like parabens and phthalates and other endocrine disruptors. Um, there's things in our cosmetics and personal care products. I'm just listing off here. Coal tar, lead and heavy metals. I mentioned carcinogens, formaldehyde. We've probably all heard that, right? Like how is formaldehyde allowed into products that we use? Talc is a big one. Talc. uh, P-A-L-C. Fragrances. Sounds innocent, innocent. right? (laughs) Nope. It's, they can, you know, anyone can classify something as a fragrance and it can have, it. they usually have all sorts of toxins in them that are, are, are known to be toxic. The word fragrance can be like a blanket term for like over 600 different ingredients that yeah can be very harmful so there's all these chemicals in in the products we're using and they're harming our bodies and they're harming our health and they're keeping us sick and it's harsh it's fully up to us to educate ourselves but it's partially like gosh i go to this store i go wherever and i get something like i didn't know it was that harmful like why is the government or america allowing all these things into products that go on my body however now once you know it's you know you know, and it's your responsibility to self-educate. So you can't unknow it, right? You, you can't unknow it. So what you realize is, whoa, I can't necessarily just trust any brand for my deodorant, my household products, my personal care products, my makeup, cosmetics, skincare, things I'm putting on in my body, stuff in the shower, anything in your bathroom. So what, you know, what we did and what we've realized is like aligning with a brand or healthier brands where, you know, when you go shop from those brands, 
they're non-toxic. They're clean. You're not harming your yourself or your children or your family. There's not known carcinogens in them, like parabens and all sorts of other things. So, so we're yeah we're, we're partnered with a brand that bans over two thousand ingredients. So mm-hmm. you know they take it even above European standards. There's a lot of there's a lot of good brands. Yeah. But you definitely have to do your research. And for us, we wanted to find a one stop shop that was like, we don't want to research like, oh, where's my safe mascara? Where's it? safe candle where's mm-hmm. a safe deodorant where to say like i just was like i just want one brand and you walk through my house and it's like one brand and yeah. aesthetically pleasing and so that's what we do if you guys want to know more about what we use of course we're happy to help you but really you know i remember going on this journey about five years ago and when i started learning about this and there's like apps that you can download where you can scan the barcodes on you know the current products that you're using and it will tell you zero out of ten zero being non-toxic ten being like this is literally like gonna cause some sort of sickness in and your body. And some of those apps, I will say, have ulterior motives and are politically driven. Yes. Or so they're not perfect, but you can generally find some good information. Yeah, but it does give you enough foundational information where I realized like 80% of the stuff I was scanning in my house was a 7, 8, 9, 10 on a toxic scale. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I thought I was being, you know, I was, I was um, naive to marketing. If something was like, oh, in- yeah packaging or if it said like all natural or like words like that i'm like oh my god this is clean right all natural yeah it's (laughs) like wait all natural like that doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything right so anyway it's just be it's just be mindful of what you're putting in your body on your body um we're not perfect there's still times you know like someone recently gave me a candle that i'm like i wouldn't have bought this like it definitely Mm -hmm. you know but i'm like okay i'm not gonna like throw this away like i'll 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 probably burn the candle, but like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be mindful of the places I used to shop at and the things I used to use versus like what I allow into my home now. Yeah. So anyway, that's like a little bit about the product side of things, but I also want to touch on like, um, you know, when you think about products, like things that you might not think of, but that like totally are affecting you, like your laundry detergents. Yeah. Yeah. Laundry your laundry detergent. detergents like that touches your clothes that goes like on your you're literally wearing Febreze, clothes 24 7 like stuff like that bleach drain cleaners carpet cleaners uh air fresheners like stuff like that stuff we just use around our house that are just putting toxins either in the air whether it's a candle or an air freshener or on our clothes that go on our body or even things like as far as I remember, when we were looking at a mattress, Sandy's like, we got to get this avocado mattress. It's vegan and non-toxic. I'm like, what? Non-toxic? Are beds toxic? No, guys, start looking into don't even get me God. started on mattresses. So with mattresses, you spend one third of your life sleeping. So it's really, my, it's very important to be mindful of what you're sleeping on because the fabrics, the glues, like the glues that are in mattresses, the different... um you know, materials that they use and the springs and this, all the little like tiny things you wouldn't even think of that you're like ingesting as you're sleeping on that for a third of your life. It is very important to be mindful of that. So this is not an ad. We don't get paid by avocado to tell you this. I'm just telling you, like we personally have an organic vegan avocado mattress. It's made made with organic cotton. Yeah. It's non-toxic. Um, it has like a 25 year warranty on it and it's the most comfortable mattress in all of life, whenever we vacation, even when we're at like five-star resorts, we come back to our bed and we're like, we love our bed. It's the greatest bed ever. It was like two grand or something. I'm like, do we really need to spend two grand? But it's been so worth it. Yeah, it's something you have for like a decade. But you realize like 
you, you, you know, you want to get healthy, you start to learn some things, you start going, you exercise and you start eating better. There's layers and levels to it. And it's never will never be perfect, right? But the more you know, the better you can be knowledge is potential power, you got to apply that knowledge, even our couch is non toxic, we yep. have a gel filled, mm-hmm. organic non toxic couch, granted, I am very allergic to feathers. And a lot of couches are like, are like feather stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, Down, you know, but, but yeah, anyway. it, it's, it's, so you realize there's this, there's levels to it. Right. And, and if you truly want to be healthy and feel better and healthier, you got to start to understand these things and take, take the action. Cause it's like, you could be working out hard and eating. Right. And if you have toxins all around your house and all in your bathroom and all of the you're really undermining your health with that. And so it's like, okay, I got to learn this and start to, you don't have to do anything overnight. You don't need to throw everything out overnight and replace it with all non-toxic. You can, of course, you can start going to the gym and eating right and detox your products and all these things all at once, but you can, it can also be a gradual thing. It's about knowing better and then doing better. So it's products you put on your body. It's products around the home. It's also, let's even shift into mindset and energy. Like the, Mm. also like, the the energy you put out is it toxic is it negative or not is when people walk into your home i know sandy and i've always had a goal of we want people to feel peace and like the word gather always comes to mind like they like to come over because they feel a sense of peace maybe they feel inspired they feel good energy and, and love welcomed. to gather there yes. and welcome there so your home has an energy to it too but and the biggest thing with that where we want to go next beyond the tangible products and stuff is mindset and having a toxic or non-toxic or, or, you know, prosperous mindset and how mindset can really undermine your health too. And literally even bring toxins in your body through the way you're thinking. Yeah. How do you think about like detoxing your mindset? Not the people yet. We'll get to people. But yeah. Before that. Man, this is really loaded, but it is, um, you have to do your best to reset because we're conditioned and taught things and just through life experiences, you know, whatever childhood trauma, like different things you went through, like to believe certain things or have certain mindsets that maybe aren't necessarily true. Maybe they're true to you because they seem true in your world. And, but like, you have an opportunity to like, give yourself a clean slate and refresh. And it's kind of like, you know, when something happens I don't want to say to you, but when, when something happens, like, do you look at it as like glass half full or glass half empty? Um, we have that choice, right? I know for me, a lot of my life, when something would happen, it would be like, well, of course this is happening. Like, this is just how my life goes. It's one thing after the next. Like I kind of had like a victim mentality, a lot of my life. Um, I think just being raised by, you know, a very like alcoholic, manic, depressive, bipolar mom who don't get me wrong. I love her. And I do miss her every day, but like a lot of the stuff that I went through as a kid conditioned me to feel like I just welcome all this bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, in becoming more mindful of my mind and, um, personal development and growth and reading books and meditating and doing affirmations and getting into yoga and like, you know, getting into a deeper part of me and learning more about like me, I've realized like, wait, that was stuff that I was kind of like taught by my like conditions. Mm. Like I can reframe that and not let like bad situations define me or let it like make me feel like, well, of course I always attract this stuff. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, mindset is huge. And it really does. Most of it comes from our upbringing and the paradigms and how we were raised and all things. But then it's up to us to mind our mind, right? To understand how are we fueling our mind? What are we fueling it with? Is it with repetitive things we we learn from our childhood, like money doesn't grow on three trees, or there's not enough to go around, or we can't afford that, or or all men are bad, or you know, whatever the toxic thoughts are, right? Are we just adopting those or are we acknowledging it, becoming aware and starting to reprogram? Because I when I think of detoxing your mindset, you really have to, it starts with like the fuel. How do you fuel your mind? What goes into it? I think of if you watch the news, the news is so toxic. The news is meant for ratings. It's just meant to grab and capture your attention. That's why it's negative. That's why there's all sorts of things. So the news is not keeping you really up to date with the world. There's there's better things out there. You can sign up for email lists or whatever. Um, the news is entertainment and it's meant to grab your attention. And unfortunately, what grabs people's attention is murders, deaths, politics, crazy things, left first right all all this stuff right so one way to detox your mindset shut off the news get rid of your newspaper anything like that you'll you can still get your world world news in in different places i also think of how do you fuel it like are you watching for example another thing we love watching murder shows and listening to murder podcasts and all that we don't love that no we as humans human nature for some reason all the top podcasts are like murder podcasts and crime and all that stuff because we're fascinated by it. It doesn't serve us. It entertains us briefly, but it actually makes you a little more negative, a little more paranoid, a little more like what if. So also TV, just like television. Like, of course, it. I, I love sometimes unwinding and watching a sports game or watching a movie or something. But it's how are we fueling our mind? Do we just watch Netflix, watch shows, watch the news, listen to, you know, entertainment podcasts and stuff? Or are we reading books? Like, are we starting to read books? Are we starting to actually put good fuel in? Maybe you watch a documentary instead. You learn something. Maybe you maybe you just shut off TV for a while, shut off the news. So there's all sorts of things that you can start to mind your mind because your mind is the most powerful thing in the universe. And we won't go spiritual or religious, of course, but with as far as your mind can just create so much, and it can also create toxicity in your body, negative thoughts can literally create obviously stress in your body, which we know totally undermines your health, no matter how healthy you are, if you're stressed out, it's going to undermine it, but it can also literally send signals and messages through negativity, and it'll create toxicity in your body, which will also lead that leads to disease and all sorts of things. So minding your mind and what you put in it is huge. You know, thoughts become things. You guys will hear us say that. So it's when you're obsessing over a thought and then that thing ends up happening in your life. It's like, well, yeah, you were visualizing it. You were thinking about it. You were playing it on mm-hmm. repeat a thousand times a day. Like, of course it happened. That's what you were fixated on, right? Um, but overall, it's like, think about with your mindset, what you're consuming. Like, what are you listening to? If it's music, if it's podcasts, if it's people, like, what are you letting in? right? What are you consuming? Yeah. In terms of reading or in terms of like, even things that like you subscribe to that are in your inbox on your emails, like even if you don't like pay much attention to it, even if you just see the subject line and that's coming in every week and you just haven't unsubscribed, like unsubscribe 
and mute and unfollow on social media and emails mm. and all the things, things that are not serving you. If mm -hmm. it doesn't raise your vibration, if it doesn't make you feel better, if it doesn't add inspiration or, you know, value to your life, there's literally no reason to have it there. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, overall, just being mindful of what is coming in is the majority of stuff that you're consuming through that you're seeing, that you're feeling, that you're hearing, that you're sensing, that you're smelling, like all the senses, the majority of the things that are coming in, are they adding like value and inspiration and positivity? Or are they like kind of sucking from you? Mm -hmm. And I think that segues perfectly into like that concept, like, is it adding energy to your life and benefiting your life? And is it a positive addition? Or is it draining you or draining your energy or creating negativity or, or toxicity in your life? And that leads us to people. And this is probably this in mindset, probably the hardest one, because we feel loyalty to maybe family members or childhood friends or people we've known for a long time. But you have to start to assess what life do I want? And we've all heard you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with, right? And so it's like, what life do I want? Who am I spending the most time with? Who am I surrounding myself with? Who in my life brings, I feel like brings me down or every interaction I have with them, I leave drained, drained or feeling lesser or negative. You or see their name pop up on is. your phone and you're like, you dread it or, you know, right now. Yeah. What, whatever that is like that, that is a, a talk. That is a way to detox your life too. It, it's hard. We have to decide like who adds value to my life. Who do I love being around? Who brings something to the table, not just selfishly, like for me, just overall for, for your life. And is it a mutual relationship? And so we've of course had to do that. I think everyone has, but I, I feel like I this know has you been have... one of the hardest things of growing yeah. over the past few years is really creating those boundaries. And sometimes it's having the direct conversation with the person. And sometimes it's just starting to let distance create, like separate you. And for me, I realized like, you know, I pride myself on being a good friend to people. I just love people. And I'm, I'm, I'm a genuine good friend to people. And what I realized when I started assessing, like detoxing my life, I started realizing like, wait, my, for the majority of my friendships, the, the friendships maintain because of me. I'm the one calling them. I'm the one checking in. I'm the one remembering their birthday. I'm the one sending them a thinking of you card. I'm the one sending them the book that I love, a great song that I just listened to, a podcast that made me laugh my ass off. I'm constantly reaching out. I'm constantly adding value. And if I look at our thread, they don't ever initiate to me ever. And you know what? Sometimes I guess that's okay, depending on what season of life they're in or whatever's going on. But I kind of got to a point where I was like, hmm, I need to assess which ones are actually like truly mutual friendships. And they're not just reciprocating or responding, but they're actually like adding value back because I have precious energy and I'm not going to just give it out freely to people that don't truly appreciate, you know, my gifts and what I'm giving and how I love on people. And so, yeah, some of them were direct conversations of just being like, I feel like we're growing apart and I love you and I'll always love you. But I just, you know, like as I'm growing and things are shifting in my life, I feel like we have different values and focuses and it's okay if we spend less time and we talk less, we can always pick up where we left off. But I think our friendship's going to look different. Like I've had some of those conversations and then I've had ones where it just starts getting awkwardly more silent and silent. And you realize like, wait, we literally like don't talk to each other really outside of social media. And it's usually me responding to their stories or, you know, this or that. And then you're like, wait, do they even follow me anymore? Like, did they unfollow me? Like stuff just starts happening where you're like, Hmm, we're definitely like 
growing apart. Um, but I really had to assess like, who do I want to like emanate their lifestyle? If I wouldn't trade lives with them, relationships with them, bank accounts with them, lifestyles with them, mindsets with them, businesses with them, like, not that I would want to like actually trade that with anyone, but like, if I don't truly admire like X, Y, Z about them, like, especially if it's like multiple categories, right? Like, mm, hell no, hell no, hell no, hell no. I'm like, wait, why is this in my life? Like everything about this person and their lifestyle is extremely draining and exhausting. And it's pulling away from like my bucket, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I think all relationships, I mean, in a perfect world, it's relationships should be a win-win everything. It should be mutual value exchange. And that doesn't just mean like value add, like business or anything. It, you know, if you're friends with someone, you and both enjoy each other's company, like that adds value, right? Where it's like, oh, I love experiences, adventures with them, laughs with them, whatever. Like that is good. But if one side is like, dang, I'm the one always reaching out. One side is negative. Like you, is it a win-win? And evaluate you too in all of your relationships. Where do you add value? How do value? you show up as a friend? And you could add value in mentorship or in business or in marriage or in your positivity or in your whatever it is or your happiness or your your exercise abilities or, you know, whatever it is where in the relationship you have, but it's like, or in just, you know, who you are and you just really connect with the person and they connect back. And, but it's like, where do, where do I add value? All relationships really, it should be a win-win. It should be two people like, yes, I, we have a relationship here, a friendship, a marriage, whatever, because I value you and you value me. And Sometimes we think we're stuck in like, oh, it's my childhood friends or my family or whatever. Like, no, it, I mean, family's family, of course. But if there are toxic family members in your life, you don't have this obligation that you have to be around them, talk to them, call them, all the things. It's like you can create boundaries there. It's hard to do, but you, you, you can create boundaries there. And you, if growth, the human soul needs growth, we all want to grow. If you're in a growing season, you're growing, or you started a new business, or you're building a business, and you do things differently than most people, you do need to evaluate, especially like your circle and who helps you grow and who keeps you maybe somewhere as where stuck you don't want to be. The same, yeah, yeah, who keeps you stuck or the same? And if that's not a place you want to be, you're gonna outgrow some people. You're gonna shed and detox some of your your circles. And, and that's okay. Free from those chains and that heavy it's hard like two years ago i um stepped away from like three core friendships for a multitude of reasons but it was one of the hardest things i did and the four of us like would do everything together and i still have a lot of love for these people like in my heart because we have so many memories and good times together but there was just one too many examples of like not being a true friend back to me not being supportive um kind of like ganging up on me and like doing things behind my back, kind of like to a point where I was like, okay, they're not happy for like what I'm building. They're not happy for my success for the things that I'm creating. They don't show any sort of curiosity or enjoyment and seeing how like I'm flourishing and spreading my wings. And, um, you know, when you create something new, like for example, this podcast, imagine your best friend started a podcast, right? Like we had like best friends in our lives that literally like knew that we were starting this and like would never ask or show any support or like literally like didn't even care at all. And we were excited about it and we'd talk about it and they'd like stare at us and be like, so anyway, like, like don't care at all, you know? And then you're kind of like 
wait, this is like kind of weird. Like we're super passionate about this. We're creating this. Like we have a dream for this. We have a vision for this. Like we're excited about it and we want to talk about it. But like, it seems like kind of awkward to be able to like talk about what we, about this new venture because they're like extremely unsupportive, you know, or comments like, what's your goal with it? Like, what do you think it's going to become? Like, like you think people are going to listen? Like who's going to listen? Like, like comments where you're like, um, wait, I'm super confused what's happening, you know? So it finally just got to a point where I had to make the hard decision and I just did it all at once where I literally, un I like muted all these people on social media at the same time and stopped consuming their contact content, stopped consuming their stuff or keeping up with what was going on with their life. And guess what? Months and months and months and months went by until I even heard from any of them where I'm like, wow, how did I keep this going for so long? I was always the one reaching out. I was always the one initiating brunches, getting together, inviting them over, blah, blah, blah. This has been a one-sided thing for so long. And then I take my foot off the gas and it completely halts. I should have done this a long time ago. So it's a really, really hard thing to do, but it's like evaluate who are you clinging on to because you've been friends for 17 years. That's not a reason to stay friends, you know? So yeah, the detoxing of the people in your life for me was the hardest thing. And there was like a lot of healing that had to be done around that. But when you have good people in your life and it feels so high vibe and you're like excited to talk and catch up and cheer each other on and like congratulate each other on its successes and be like, oh my God, tell me more about that. Like, how is this going to work? What's your vision for this? Like, and you're like building ideas off each other and like excited, like genuinely excited for one another. That is so life-giving and feels so good that when you have the draining ones where people are like, <laughs> okay, anyway, let's talk about something else. You're like, wait, I don't, I don't really want to hang out with you because you're like making me feel like I'm weird for having goals and dreams. Yeah. And, and, you know, coming back to the concept of detoxing, oftentimes, you know, a detox means to, to remove, right. To remove toxins. And so to detox, oftentimes to move forward, you actually have to release things. You have to literally with your health, oftentimes what's holding you back is you have a bunch of toxins in your body. You need to detox. You need to release them or in your life, you have toxic people or negative people or people who aren't helping you grow and move forward. And oftentimes more than the action, the pushing forward or the doing the thing is releasing the, the limiting beliefs or the negative mindset or the money, scarcity money mindset or the people or the literally toxic sludge in your intestines. Or So oftentimes to move forward, we need to release the toxins or the negativity from our life, whether that's what we covered today, products you put on your body, products around your home, your mindset, releasing limiting beliefs, negative thoughts, releasing negative fuel, like the news and different things that, that you put in your mind and then people. And so it's, you know, it's, it's always a work in progress. That's life, but it's starting to be aware and conscious of these things. Like what things maybe in my life in these areas are holding me back? What do I need to release and detox from? And I think that brings us to our C block. I saw this quote. It said, life is 10%. You've probably heard it. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. And I think that's the difference between a victim and a victor mindset, right? A victim really focuses on that 10%, like what happens to them. And a victor or a successful person or whatever you want to call it really focuses on like, okay, things are going to happen to me. 
but my life is shaped by how I react to it. Mm-hmm. What is this teaching? What is this teaching me? And of course, in the moment, a lot of times, it's, if, if something hard happens in your life, it's very hard to see right away. But when you can start to shift and adapt that and adopt that mindset of, okay, life's not what happens to me, it's how I react to it. So what is this teaching me? How is this serving me? Can you, of course, grief, losing friends or detoxing friends or losing a loved one or hard challenges in your life or a bankruptcy or, you know, whatever it is, but it's like, how do I grow from this? Like, how is it serving me? Of course, there's going to be hard stuff, but to stay where you are, you focus on what happens to you, but to keep moving and growing and progressing is focusing on how I react to this is the most important thing, more so than what actually happens to me. Really good episode. Yeah. Good job, baby. Good job to you. Um, if you guys could see Wade right now, he is wearing his new summer collection of the Big Dad Energy swag. Ooh. So I just have to give him a shout out because I'm proud of him. If you guys don't know, Wade has a really cool dad swag brand. It's called Big Dad Energy. Mm-hmm. You can literally find it on Instagram. He has a website. You should drop it in the show link. Yeah, I will. Um, but next month, June is Father's Day. So if you have an awesome father in your life, whether it's your own or your spouse or your brother or your cousin or whatever, whoever it is, if you have a a dad in your life that shows up big for those kids and is an amazing role model, they might need some big dad energy swag. Yeah. And shout out our friend, Emily Loftus. She was like, wait, I see you. You got the dad swag. It's all like the neutrals and the blacks and the whites and the grays and the tans. Can we get some color up in there? Like, let's get a spring summer line, a pop pastels, the the baby blue, the mints, whatever. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So came out with a summer line, threw some slides in. We'll keep probably adding some cool, there's tank tops, t-shirts, but they're really cool. I'm actually excited to get them all in all the different colors. But yeah, if you know a dad in your life that just has big dad energy, you know, he just shows up as a dad. I love empowering him, wearing it on his chest, have some fun dad swag. So yeah, I'll drop the link in the show notes. Thanks for the shout out, babe. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.